Welcome to the Alpha Nista Experience, where you learn how to embrace the unexpected from faith to relationships affecting black men and women over 40. Here's your host, award-winning author, Mary Ann Reed. Marianne Reed, award-winning author, published by St. Martin's Press, and founder of Alphanista, a platform for men and women over 40 and beyond. Welcome to the Alphanista Experience, where we talk about everything from faith to relationships that affect men and women over 40, especially Black and blessed. Today, we have Pearl Noir, founder of Healing Through Seduction. And I met Pearl several years ago when I was doing ARB and B experiences. And Pearl and I co-hosted several experiences together. And ever since that time, we've been in touch. And she's probably one of the most unique women I know. And today we're going to talk about using the art of self-seduction to avoid burnout. Pearl, welcome, my love. Oh, my goodness. First of all, I am so, 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 so proud of you. I knew when I met you all those years ago when we were co-hosting, I was like, this is someone to watch. This is someone to connect to. This is someone to be inspired by. And you have not disappointed me yet. So thank you so much. I want to get that out of the way. Oh, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. And here we are so many years later, still doing it. Yes. And <laughs> yes. And I had to, when I started my podcast, I was like, I have to have Pearl on because no one is going to talk about this the way Pearl is going to talk about it. So let's just take it from the top. What is self-seduction? First of all, self-seduction has nothing to do with the pressure of giving or receiving an orgasm. Okay. So no masturbation involved. It can be. Okay. But it isn't the root of what I teach. What I like to focus on is creating opportunities not to be performative. And I find that especially people with feminine energy, even masturbation becomes a performance. Mm-hmm. So when we think about self-seduction, I'm talking about us being mindful of healing ourselves consistently, like spiritually, emotionally, and through sensuality, the same way we prioritize healing our body with food and water on a consistent basis, right? So self-seduction can look like romancing yourself with beautiful poetic words, some might call that an affirmation. Seducing yourself can look like honoring your boundaries with yourself, honoring the art of self-consent so that it's easier to honor your boundaries with other people. Because when we think of boundary setting, a lot of times people think about, oh, I'm going to change how that person is treating me. I'm going to go into work tomorrow and Barbara is going to treat me right. Barbara has nothing to do with whether or not you're happy or you're being treated well. Right. So you have to get used to setting your own boundaries with yourself. That could be instead of lying when you don't have the energy or the capacity to go out with the girlfriends or the homies, you actually say, no, I'm staying in. And then you're seducing yourself by honoring your truth. Right. Because when mm -hmm. we are seduced by other people, we're seduced by the fact that we feel like ourselves around them. 
we're seduced by if they're romantic and the way that we feel romantic, they honor our love language. So then why don't you start honoring your own love language? We're seduced by their trauma, right? right. Because we like, oh, look at this person. They've been through so much. I'm going to heal them. I'm going to be a part mm -hmm. of this revolution. Yes. Okay. So then start being seduced by your own trauma. You look at your own trauma with such judgment. Why can't right. you have the same care for yourself that you have for others? So that's what I mean when I say self-seduction. It's really about making a commitment to okay. stop putting yourself last and stop waiting on other people to provide this evolution, this, this romance, this freedom. Yeah. Why are you waiting on these emotional surrogates? And once you commit to the self-seduction, mm -hmm. it'll actually make you a better lover, a better mother, a better partner, a better friend, a better entrepreneur. You know, I love what you said um, a few minutes ago when you said why people like being seduced, the feeling of being seduced. And one of the feelings I know when when I am or when I have been is the feeling of being seen yes. and heard yes. and allowed, you yeah. know, and yeah. how do we give that to ourselves alone? So that's something new for a lot of, of men and women. Yeah women it is it is making that conscious decision to first of all listen to yourself mm -hmm. so when you can do that is start allowing yourself to cry more mm -hmm. start allowing yourself to actually see yourself so one thing again when we think about seduction usually you feel seduced once you have that moment of vulnerability where mm -hmm. you are able to break down or cry during sex you're able to truly be open to yourself mm -hmm. or with another person. And that is beautiful. But what I am asking us to do is not have these moments just with other people because that's dangerous yeah. because then you start relying on that person to be your end all be all to be that emotional surrogate to, to pour into you the way mommy and daddy maybe didn't. Yeah, and it's very dangerous. So I started by letting myself cry for every emotion. Every time something good happened, I cried. I cried during masturbation. I cried when I got bad news. I just really, you can do this every day by yourself. By yeah. like people even stop themselves when they're alone yeah. from feeling. Another way you can seduce yourself at home by yourself is to stop. <laughs> this is my favorite thing to tell people. Please stop censoring your dreams. Hmm. Hmm. What so, do you mean? You, well, you go, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, you get with these other people and it's like, yeah, I'm going to be a power okay. couple. Why not be a power soloist? It's like, you won't even tell yourself your actual dreams. You know, it's like, as an entrepreneur, it's like, you know, I really want to be a millionaire, but I'm only going to say I want to make six figures. Yeah. I, I think that is so important. And I don't know why for for, uh, for a moment I was thinking the dreams we have when we're sleeping. That's a whole nother conversation. But you're right. Censoring the dreams we share with others because there's this suspicion that um, if I tell people everything I feel or want to do, I am going to mess up or be embarrassed or there's a jinx on it or something like that. So, yeah. 
So I think, let me tell you this. One of the things I like about how you do this is how much of an emphasis you put on dance Mm -hmm. and using your body as healing. I want to talk about dancing for men and healing through seduction. So, you know, we could talk about how it helps women and everything, and we're going to do that. And I also want to hear you talk about how does it help men? And I'm talking about um, men who identify as straight. Um, I find them not to dance, not want to, not wanting to dance. Um, And when I look at African videos of men in different African countries, they so sensual and so masculine at the same time. Speak on it. Yes, I will. I'm glad you brought that up to my beautiful men who are listening. You know, we cannot harm ourselves with thoughts, negative, toxic thoughts about what happened to us, right? And what I mean by that is we we can't help what kind of trauma we have and what we're carrying. Mm -hmm. So men cannot help that when they were boys, their families brought on this generational trauma when it came to masculinity. You know, they're telling, you know, I just saw a woman the other day was walking with her son that had to be about three. She's already telling him to shut the F up. Oh my God. And stop crying, right? And that, all of it is connected to slavery. And one thing I find that when black men in particular and women, when it's like, you know, I'm going to be woke, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to free my mind. I'm getting back to the pyramids. They think about getting back to that power that we had access to before enslavement, before we were taught to believe in God in the way that the white people taught us, which was, it's okay for us to enslave you because it's right here in the Bible, right? And we're going to take away your spirituality, which is connected to dance. We're going to break in these bucks right in front of everyone. We're going to make sure that these men don't cry when we're whipping them. So it's just in us. So I think men have to understand that not only are they dealing with the trauma and conditioning from this lifetime, but we're all carrying seven generations forward and back in us. Mm. We, and when we think about becoming woke and we think about like, you know, I'm going to start healing and I'm going to be pro-black, then we can't forget about the fact that if we were still in Africa, these men, our men would have makeup on in some tribes. Mm. Our men's hair would be braided. Our men, you know, they dance for everything. And that's why I bring in the dancing element especially for us people of color. All of the documentaries show you that all indigenous people use movement for every occasion, before war, before marriage, when a baby is born, it's all connected. And those people who enslaved us knew that there was power in our body, in our movement. Well, and that was why that's one of the first things that, that was taken. And so, you know, and I understand mm-hmm. that we are dealing with this society, right? We're not in the huts, okay? I understand that, but we do have, it is our choice how much we heal. It is. And if we want to be woke, then we cannot stop just at knowing that there were pyramids. We can't, you know, or just being it. vegan and that's or it. Yes, <laughs> you can't stop there. You have to redefine yes. You have to look at how you're looking at sensuality to deconstruct the whole Jezebel trope as well. And you Mm -hmm. have to break the whole emasculation of 
black men that trope because I'm not saying that that isn't happening. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that there's a reason why we were taught as people of color, as indigenous people, mm -hmm. there's a reason that that is the one thing we seem to leave out of the conversation when we talk about healing, when we talk about breaking free from the man, when we talk about our evolution and mm. being, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, and, and, and to add to that, what happens is we, we lose the sacredness of dancing. And not only is it sacred, right? It's also accessible, like, and, and, and how, and maybe this is a whole other podcast we have to do just about dancing, but, um, dancing doesn't have to always happen in a ceremony. It can happen in your living room. It can happen in your car. It's about using your body in a way other than sex, you know? And men too, I think a lot of men would find such joy in carving out time to dance with their other male friends. Yeah. Because a lot of times men are having sex when they really want intimacy. Right. And dance is another form of intimacy. And all of us carry trauma. We carry love. We carry memories in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And right. you don't have to actually physically move your body to dance. You can breathe and that can be a dance. You can close your eyes and visualize the movement and that is a dance. And the seduction element is there. Yes. When you move and you dance and you let yourself go and become uninhibited, you automatically connect to the higher power within yourself, within the universe. Yeah. And it gives you an opportunity to be uninhibited, to mm -hmm. trust yourself, to let go when we're seduced by others that's what they're offering to us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's really important. And that's one of the things that attracts me to a man. And again, this may be another topic is his ability to, to dance. So yes. let's right to use yes. his body with me in dancing with his kids or whatever it is. So let's, um, start talking about, um, this burnout portion. So, I've been seeing like a lot of women and men, you know, still falling into this hustle culture, still falling into everybody's just so fabulous looking online. There's no flaws, pushing hard, having everything that they say they want. To me, that looks like burnout, even though to some people it looks like success. So how does this, this using our body, using self-seduction, how, what are some, some two or three points about how it heals and gets us out of that burnout cycle and back into calm, back into tranquility. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, part of the hustle culture um, is because of the scarcity mindset, right? Everyone is afraid mm -hmm. that there won't be an opportunity for them. And also part of the hustle culture, the grinding culture, comes even from a loving household. Regardless of how you grew up, you still probably had a parent that instilled in you the importance of getting that job, getting yes. into good school, getting you know into that lovely house, picket fence, whatever it is. But all of these things, securing a job, securing the, the marriage, having the kids, they all require one thing, the validation of someone else. Mm. Mm -hmm. Someone else has to say yes to you. Right. 
And when you also grow up, you know, in a society that is constantly saying, do not show your feelings, you know, hurry up, get up, you know, a baby or like a five-year-old falls, even in a loving household, a lot of times it's like, come on, you're okay, get up. So you get used to rushing through everything. So part of the grinding culture is just that you learn from an early age that you should always be going yeah. and you should never sit in your feelings. But once you get to the place where you allow yourself to validate your own self consistently, when you hear a no as an entrepreneur in that sales call, when you start dating someone new in two weeks, you're not going to be obsessing about mm -hmm. whether or not they're calling you, right? Right. Don't go online for the simple fact that you just need some likes, not to monetize the Instagram, just because you need a hit. You need a, you need a right. hit for the day. Right. And that's why you're burning out because you are constantly seeking the validation of others in every scenario of your life. You're never sitting still within yourself. You're never allowing yourself to have your own thoughts, to be afraid of your thoughts, to be in love with your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's where the burnout comes in because you're you're just constantly on this wheel. When's my next fix? When my next fix? And that's part of the burnout, in my opinion. That is part of the burnout. So and something happens after 42. I think, you know, I've been seeing a lot of women and men after 40 just losing themselves, like gaining weight in a way that's not healthy. I'm all for body acceptance, what anyone wants to do, but if they want to change it and they feel like they can't change it because of whatever reason, not because of something else, but because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, so people who are just struggling, um, dealing with midlife crisis, dealing with grief, dealing with loss. Yeah. Um, I think they're especially attracted to this because when I look around, uh, especially again in our culture, there's a lack of femininity. And um, I love looking at vintage photos of black women in particular because they're so feminine. And even though they have on more clothes and less makeup and less hair, they look, um, there's something uh, uh, very uh, light about them. I feel when I look at your work, especially when it comes to self-seduction, your healing uh, courses and classes and everything that you teach this and beyond this, it is about tapping into that femininity, that softness, that essence of receiving, being in receiving mode. So can you speak um, a little bit on that as we start to wind down about how um, learning how to self-seduce, self-seduction can help you be a better receiver? Mm -hmm. Well, part of the reason why so many people, especially with feminine energy, are um, just not pleased, you know, a lot anxious, just feeling like, oh, I'm just not getting what I want from my job, from my partner. It still goes back to you will call this man a bad lover because he didn't please you. I get this all the time in my sessions. And then I say, well, what, how did he react when you told him what you liked? Hmm. And 99% of the women say, well, I didn't say anything. He should just know. And it's like, see, that is what makes you a selfish lover. Because, and part of that is you haven't spent time with yourself. The reason why you just expect this other person to know how to validate you, how to lift you up, how to make you feel soft, make you feel worthy. Because you're just putting so much pressure on them because you haven't taken the time 
to know yourself. Mm, mm-hmm. and knowing yourself doesn't have to be limited to orgasms. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I think there's also the, the, um, the importance of knowing how to receive. And there's so much complaint about like your example of not being explicit and telling people what you need and then complaining about you don't get what you want. So I think with self-seduction, you really um, give yourself an opportunity to give to yourself. Thus you attract people giving to you, right? But until you are in the habit of giving to yourself, you're not going to be able to find what you need because you can't speak on it. Mm, mm -hmm. And so that self-seduction is getting in the habit of receiving yourself, honoring your boundaries, Mm. giving yourself the gift of self-consent and honoring your full range of emotions, you know, especially like you were saying, like the gaining weight, you know, I've talked about my own weight gain for the reason of allowing myself the luxury to gain weight, to heal from my mother wound, Mm. heal from saying, I have to cut my relationship off of my own mother to do my work. And so until you are ready to say, Hey, why am I gaining the weight? Is this me nurturing myself? And then when my body, like my body is saying, okay, thank you for that truffle mac and cheese. I'm ready to get back in the studio. Right. Right. What I'm doing now. So that is the thing. Seducing yourself also means honoring the trauma, honoring the transitions, listening to yourself, mm. to give to yourself in all of the ways. Okay. Okay. But a lot of times people won't stop to say, why am I eating this? What, what do I actually want right now? And it's right. always going to be intimacy. And it's mm-hmm. always just going to turn back to self. You got to start putting that mirror up. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And I wish we had more time um, because you did say something about intention and what's missing a lot out of this whole thing for people is is intention. Um, you could you could do anything you want if you have an intention behind it, especially a good one, you know, yeah. um, and if it's gaining weight, losing weight, um, being with or without someone, whatever it is. What is your goal? What is your purpose for for doing that and that it makes sense? And you know how to treat yourself well during that process. And this is a tool um, to do that. Um, So tell us, um, Pearl, how can we find out more if we want to sign up for classes, courses, if we want to work with you? Okay, so definitely I tell people, I know I should promote my website first, but I always tell people, go to my Instagram because there is where you'll actually see me in motion mm-hmm. and you'll see my students. And then you can decide if you feel safe with my energy. And then once you feel safe, you can send me a DM or go to my website, blackgirlessqueen.com. But I say, go to my Instagram, the pro noir. Okay. Because that way you can just really see the essence. Yes, you can have an experience on Pearl's Instagram. I mean, I've been to it on days that I haven't been feeling well, feeling great. And I'm just totally inspired by like a few seconds clip of you and your students or your clients 
just doing what they do. And yes, yes, please. Yes. Start with the Instagram. And um, yeah, so definitely um, I hope people will reach out to you. I want to have you back so we can talk more. Do some more. I want to thank Yeah, I was like, oh, I wanted to say something (laughs) really quickly just because we ended with the weight gain and weight loss. Like for me, I'm not thinking of losing weight or going back. I'm thinking about honoring what my body needs now. And Mm. right now my body wants to be seduced with movement and Mm. ritual. So also don't think about, I got to get to this certain number on the scale. You know, that that's just, I just wanted to make sure I brought that point back because it's, you can't seduce yourself if you are also the one who's the most abusive to yourself. Mm. So good. So good. I'm going to leave it there. I'm not even going to add anything else to that. Just leave it right there. Um, Pearl, I want to thank you for joining me tonight. And thank you all for listening to the Alphanista Experience. Make sure you come back and check out our next show on a topic you do not want to miss. Thank you for listening to the Alphanista Experience. Join us next time 